Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My loves, what would it look like if you decided to get serious about manifesting your best life? What would it look like if you stopped dreaming and wishing and hoping or feeling like things are happening to you and instead you took charge and you took inspired action in order to create the reality that you prefer? What would it look like if you actually believed that you could have every single thing that you've ever wanted? This is the question that we're going to answer on today's episode. Hi, my loves. If you are new here, my name is DeAndre Nicolette. I'm the host of Manifest Daily. And of course, to all of my OG listeners, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here for today's episode. Now, originally, I had planned to do an episode all about my updated morning routine. And I still think I will do that episode because I feel like it will really mix into this particular content that we're talking about today really well which is routine and not just routine, but how we can actually create consistent action or take consistent action rather in our lives in order to co-create with God, the universe, our sources, our guides, our highest self in order to manifest our best life. So today we're talking about that. And we're talking about that also because we are in the last quarter of the year. The last quarter of the year is a really interesting one because I feel like time already feels like it's moving fast by the time you get to this point in the year. But by the time you get to the last quarter, it speeds up immensely. And it is also eclipse season. So if you are familiar with eclipse season in astrology, you know that during eclipse season, things happen really fast. There are different karmic events that are playing out that need to happen for your highest good, whether it's endings, new beginnings, or just things that are crumbling beneath you. And a lot of times it feels like the time itself is speeding up during eclipse season. So not only do we have Q4 energy of quickness, we have the holidays quickly approaching, But we also have this layer of eclipse season that's adding this hectic and almost sort of anxious in some ways energy around whatever it is that we're experiencing. But I want you to know that this is a really beautiful time to take charge of your life. A lot of times we think about January of the new year as being the time that we want to start our resolutions. We are like, okay, I'm going to actually, you know, start thinking about what I want to do when January 1st hits. That's when we're writing our resolutions. That's when we're like, okay, what does this new year have in store for me? But I want to challenge you to start thinking about it sooner. And this is not to feed into this whole, you know, quickness um, energy that we have in the collective these days where it almost feels like we just want everything so fast and you know we don't really want to take time to savor anything this isn't about that but this is about allowing yourself to be more intentional with what you want to manifest and in doing so taking time to really sit with that and savor that for a few months leading up to the new year so that when you get to January 1st right you're not 
you know, feeling overwhelmed by what it is that you have to do or want to do, you're actually feeling incredibly empowered because you have been thinking about this and sitting with this for months. I want to use this episode to walk through some of the exercises that I have in my manifesting gold digger planner. If you're new to the show, then I want you to know I launched a daily planner last month. I was going to say a couple months ago. That's how quickly it feels like time is going by. But it's actually been about a month. By the time you guys are hearing this episode, it will be about a month to the day. And my planner is called the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner. Now, this isn't your regular, you know, daily calendar type of planner. It does have some of those aspects in there. So the time blocking the daily priorities, the things to track your movement and your water, as well as places to track your intentions for the day and what you learned that day. You know, all of these different takeaways that we want to sort of sit with as we're going through life, because like I said, things can move so quickly sometimes that it's nice to just have a moment to slow things down. But this planner has a really nice section at the very beginning that allows you to sit with what it is that you are creating for the next six months. And I wanted to take the time frame six months because I think that sometimes when we go into a new year and we say, oh my God, I have 2024, I want to do X, Y, and Z by the end of the year, it can feel a little bit daunting. And if you're anything like myself, you have this way of setting really big goals. And that's beautiful because you are ambitious and also because you see that vision. I believe that anyone who sees this really big goals for themselves, like you're seeing something that is absolutely not just possible for you, but is yours. It is yours in another timeline because I believe in multiple timelines. But sometimes, you know, when we set those big goals in this particular timeline that we're right now, we can sometimes feel discouraged when things aren't moving as quickly as we want, or it feels like we're hitting challenges and roadblocks that we didn't imagine that we would hit. And so I feel like taking that timeline and condensing it into six months makes it a little bit easier. One, you're able to be a little bit more intentional about your goals because have you ever noticed that when you set a particular goal for a really big timeline or a lengthy timeline rather, it's kind of hard to picture what your life will look like. People always ask about, you know, the five-year vision or the 10-year vision. And I struggle with that because I'm just like, oh my God, my life has changed so much in the past three years that I cannot even fathom what will be happening in five years, much less 10. So sometimes when we have a year out, it's kind of hard to picture what will be happening a year from now. But six months is a little bit easier to picture and visualize. And then when we have that six month timeline, it's also a little bit easier for us to really craft our goals with more clarity and be a little bit more intentional about what it is that we're envisioning. Because like I said, now we have a timeline that is easier to picture than let's say a year out. So in this episode, I'm going to be walking you through a couple of those exercises for anyone that really wants to start early, that wants to think about where they want to be in six months and wants to kick this off now. Time is a construct so you do not have to wait until January 1st to kick off your goals. You don't even have to wait until Monday or the first of any month. You can literally start this today. You can do this whenever you feel inspired. You can do this as soon as you hear this episode and if you do have the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner, I highly recommend that you do this alongside me. Now one more thing I want to say housekeeping wise before we dive into these exercises for this particular episode. So today I'm launching a program and this program is for anyone that wants to do this work alongside other people like themselves that needs maybe a little extra accountability or perhaps you just want the support of a community as you do this work. It's called the Manifest Daily Immersive. 
Now, this is a three-month immersive program. This is for anyone wanting, like I said, partnership, accountability, and clarity on their journey for manifesting their best life. I take a very grounded approach to manifestation. I don't want to have you guys sit and journal and never actually do anything with that. I want you to actually feel very empowered with the action that you're taking and know that you're taking actions that are very much aligned with whatever it is that you're creating for yourself. So this program will be kicking off this December. If you're interested, in learning more about the program, please go to my website, themanifestdaily.com. And under the section that says work with me, you'll see an application. I'm doing an application because I want to make sure that it's a very small and intimate group for this program. And I can have a chance to look over every single application and make sure that you're a good fit for this. I'm also partnering with a yoga studio here in Dallas to do this program in person. So if you are in the DFW area, stay tuned for that announcement. That way you can attend this program in person. But if not, and you still want to attend and participate and be a part of this, if you want to change your life in three months, if you want that accountability, if you want that support, if you want help clarifying what your goals are and what your steps are to get to your goal, go ahead and check out that program. Like I said, it's called the Manifest Daily Immersive and applications will be open until, I want to say, I think I have them open until like mid-November and then I'm letting everyone know who's in the program in November and then we kick off in December with some pre-work and then get into our calls in January, February, and March of 2024. So I'm really excited to have you. I know some of you guys have reached out to me before about a program like this and I have just been sitting on it. I'm not really sure about the timing, but today feels like a really good time. Well, not just today, but this particular season feels like a really good time. So in the planner, the first thing that you're met with is a section to set your goals for six months. And I have this broken down into different types of goals. There are self-care goals, relationship goals, finances goals, health and wellness goals. And I know this can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes when there's so many types of goals. Just know that you don't have to set every single type of goal under the sun. The whole reason for doing this is being able to understand the type of goal that you're setting and how it's going to affect a certain area of your life. So for example, I really like to set goals in different categories every single month because it helps me to make sure that I'm feeling some type of semblance of balance. I honestly feel like balance is something that that may not ever really be achieved. I think you're kind of always teeter-tottering to one side of your life and then teetering to the other side during different seasons of your life. However, I think setting goals in different sections of your life help you to kind of understand what it is you're doing to either progress or achieve something in that section of your life, especially if it's one that is important to you. So for myself, I know that health and wellness is really important to me. So I love having some sort of fitness goal, some sort of wellness goal, whether it is related to what I'm putting in my my body, eating, digesting, that kind of thing, or related to how I'm moving my body, or perhaps even just as simple as how much water I'm drinking. Something like a relationship goal could be a relationship that you have, like a romantic relationship. It could be related to your friends and your family, those relationships that you want to nurture, or it could simply be related to a relationship with yourself and how it is that you are nurturing that partnership that you are always in for the rest of your life. So with every single goal that you're setting, you have a couple of questions that you're asked as it relates to these goals. And one of the questions is, 
what would accomplishing these goals mean to me? I think sometimes when we set goals, we set them because of external pressures. So perhaps you're setting a goal when it comes to things that you want to accumulate in your life or the type of life that you want to live, not because you really even want it, but because it will help to keep up a certain status or appearance. Or maybe it's because it's what your family wants from you or it's what your partner wants for you. So I think sitting with the question of why do you want to accomplish this goal will help you to really understand the deeper reasonings behind the goal. And if it is something that you even want to set in the first place, if you find that as you're answering that question, what's coming up is not really related to you, but it's related to everyone else but you, perhaps you need to reevaluate that goal and actually set a different goal instead. The next question that we have for the groups of goals or the types of goals is what are three actions, three inspired action steps that we can take to move towards this goal? Now, whenever I think about a goal, I love to think about different things that I can do to take action towards that goal. I believe that we are in a co-creationship, right? We can't control everything. And if you listened to my last episode, The Courage to be Disliked, then you know there are so many things that are outside of our control, but that's not our problem. That's not what we need to worry about right now. Right now, we need to worry about what is within our control. So whatever goal that you have, think about certain actions that you can take towards that goal and whether or not there are things that are easy and accessible to you. And I say easy, maybe that's the wrong word to use here because a goal should challenge you a little bit, but I mean that's something that's accessible to you. So if you're setting yourself a health and wellness goal and you say, want to go to the gym a certain amount of times per week, is that something that you can actually craft into your schedule. Maybe it does mean that, you know, you have to rearrange things or perhaps you can't hang out with certain people as much, or perhaps you kind of have to shuffle your priorities. But is it something that is accessible to you? Is there a gym near you? Or are you able to do at-home workouts or go on walks? Just kind of thinking about the different actions that you can take. We're not yet in the detailed planning stage of these goals, but once you start putting down goals to paper, it's really good to start thinking about how you can actually take action towards them. Because when you do get to the point where you you're setting those goals. Now you're going to have like a little bit more of inspiration to pull from. We have a couple of those inspired action steps that you wrote down earlier that you can reference and build off of for those goals. And the last question that I want you to think about as you're setting your goals for the next six months is how will you feel when you actually achieve this goal. This is a bit of scripting here and there is a scripting section in the Manifesting Gold Digger Planner or if you ever want to just script, I should probably do an episode on scripting because I don't think I've ever done like a full-on episode for you guys on that. So I can do that just to help you guys who want to script and perhaps just want to script in your journal. But as you're writing down how it will feel when you achieve that thing, you're really allowing yourself to embody and step into that energetic version of yourself that's done it. Because if you can imagine it, if you can think about this goal and you can say, I want to do this, or it's my goal to do this, it's for a reason. If you literally sit down at a table with five of your closest friends or five people that you know in life, and you all go around the table and you share what your goals are or what your visions are for your dream life, every single person's vision of what their life will look like, their dream life, the life that they are manifesting, it's going to look different. You might have similarities. Perhaps you all really crave freedom with 
with your time, or perhaps you all really crave financial security, or perhaps you all really crave nurturing community and relationships. But what that looks like is going to differ for every single person. So I truly believe that when you have these visions of goals that you want to create, things that you want to manifest in your life, it's very specific to you. Now, like I said, you have to make sure that the goals that you are writing down are yours. They're not a result of what your family wants for you, what society wants for you, any of that. But when you get to the core of what it is that you want for you, you will notice that it is so unique to yourself. And so as you write down how it is it will feel when you manifest that thing, you're tapping into that beautiful and powerful version of yourself that has that. That is such an amazing thing because once you start to do that, you'll notice that you are creating more opportunities for synchronicities. You're creating more opportunities for you to see ways that you can take inspired action on that thing. It's really about allowing yourself to step into that energy as much as you possibly can. And you can definitely do that through script which is one of my favorite ways. You can do that through visualization, meditation, different things like that. But this particular question, as you're going through this exercise, asking yourself how it will feel when you manifest these goals is going to be so, so important for helping you to tap into that energy. So this first step, was thinking about what we want to achieve in the next six months. And when you write down your six months goals, I want you to visualize the most beautiful, content, at peace version of yourself in the next six months and ask yourself what it is they have done to get there. And I will say that sometimes it is kind of hard to gain clarity on what those goals are. So I think the best way to gain clarity on what the goals are is to work backwards. So think about the type of life that you want to manifest and think about one particular section of that life. Because a lot of times when you think about the life that you want to manifest, there are so many pieces, right? Again, it can be the money, it can be the, you know, the security, the relationships, the uh, confidence within ourselves, just different aspects of our lives that come together to make up that dream life. But I want you to grasp onto one specific section, one specific thing that you can focus in on and allow yourself to create the goals from there. Maybe the one thing that you are really focusing on is your confidence. And then you can take confidence out, almost like pluck it from the tree of your life that you want to manifest and take that and actually build that out. What would it look like to create goals that really align with confidence in these different areas of your life? Confidence as it relates to your health and wellness, confidence as it relates to your relationships, confidence as it relates to your self-care routine. That way, I think it's a little less daunting to build out goals because you have a focus, you have something that is your guiding light. Everything is kind of relating back to that. That's one of the themes that I incorporated in this planner is sort of this like ladder system where everything is laddering up back into itself. Because I feel like when you set goals, sometimes it just kind of can feel very sporadic and very random. If you're setting goals each month that sort of have no, no direction to them. I don't know what the quote is, but there is some quote out there that says something like, it doesn't matter how quickly you're moving. What actually matters more is your direction. So if you are busting through goals left and right, you are doing all the things you are achieving things you know so many things to celebrate but those things are all so random and they're not actually related to anything that you definitely want in your dream life or they're not actually like related to anything that you're creating 
And not that it doesn't matter, but it's just not really going to align with the life that you're creating and kind of help to position your arrow, so to speak. So this is about allowing yourself to position your arrow. So think of that dream life. Think of one aspect, one thing that you want to focus on and then build out your goals from there. Whether it's the business that you want to have, the confidence that you want to create, the, you know, the the healthy family dynamics, how can you build in goals for the six months that relate to these different categories that also relate back to this bigger thing that you are trying to call in or trying to hone in for yourself in the next six months. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2 and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Then we get into the scripting portion. Now, this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to do. And I guess maybe we don't have to have a separate episode on scripting because I can just talk about it here for a little bit. When you script, what you're essentially doing is you are writing from the version of yourself that's already manifested that thing. And I love to script from the point of view of a diary entry. If you've ever had like a diary when you were like a little kid, or maybe you journal every day now, so it's kind of like your diary. It's the same vibe, except instead of saying, you know, I want this, or I'm creating this, or I'm calling this in, what you're doing is you're actually saying, I'm already that person. I'm already that version of myself. What would I write? What would I be grateful for? What would I be 
experiencing? What would I actually be, you know, talking about on a day-to-day basis in my journal? And you are going to write from that point of view. So some questions that you want to ask yourself are, how do I want to feel when I wake up in the morning? What am I grateful for in my day-to-day life? How do I want to make an impact in my day-to-day life? When I leave the room, people miss my blank. When I walk into the room, people feel my blank. I am experiencing an abundance of blank in my life. I know it can be a little bit weird, especially if you don't journal every day or if you've never had a diary to kind of like write. You're like, well, what do I say? What do I write? It's kind of like you're just documenting your day. I've always found that with scripting, one of the easiest way to get into it is to zone in on a particular experience. So maybe in your future reality, you want to do something. Maybe in your future reality, you've always wanted to let's say if you always want to like fly first class this is so random of an example that's something that is built into your dream life somewhere in there right so you can script about that particular experience you can talk about what it felt like to wake up in the morning get ready for your flight what it felt like to call your uber black and go to the airport what it felt like to go through you know with your pre-check and your clear and sitting at the amex american lounge i don't know what the lounge is called sitting at one of the lounges at the airport what it felt like to and and i'm saying felt like in past tense so uh one thing with scripting just to note you can write it in present tense or you can write it in past tense i think past tense is a bit more powerful because it's like you've already done the thing and you're like reflecting back on it what it felt like to get on the plane what it felt like to sit in first class and to order your drink or to order you know your food what it felt like to have a really smooth flight and to chat with your neighbor on the plane and what your neighbor was like on the plane you know the job that they did and how you guys were laughing about x y and z and how they were actually like going to the same conference as you i don't know just all of these little details and it sounds so wild but it's so fun because i think that as adults we are not given as many opportunities to be creative and imaginative and one thing you'll notice about little kids if you've ever had a conversation with little kids is they're just so imaginative and not only that but they don't have the sort of restrictions on their experiences that we as adults have as adults we are so used to thinking of things in a very linear fashion if it didn't happen yesterday or if x y and z didn't happen yesterday then there's no way that this can happen in our future or this has to happen for this has to happen for this has to happen and kids are just kind of like living their best lives they are very imaginative they are just seeing the world as a place of possibilities abundant possibilities versus seeing the world as a place that will kill their possibilities in their dreams that is something that unfortunately as we get older we can sometimes start to integrate into our mindset is that things don't work out for us or you know dreams are not meant to actually come true or we're not meant to manifest the life that we want. We're going back to goals here, right? So this dream about the first class flight, it's not about writing down that you're experiencing a first class flight and never actually doing anything to align yourself with that life and hoping that one day you just land there. It's about writing it down and knowing that you can start to take steps towards that and moving backward from that dream and being like, okay, how can I figure out like what's a first step 
to getting to first class, right? So as you're writing down your script, this is about tapping into that inner child. This is about tapping into that version of yourself that understands the abundance of possibilities in life, the abundance of everything that you can have, the the version of yourself that doesn't think about limits, the version of yourself that knows that everything is possible. And the more that you allow yourself to tap into this version of yourself through scripting, because you can script as much as you want, my love, the more that you actually start to see that the world is full of possibilities, the more that you start to see that there are ways for you to call in the things that you want quicker than you ever thought. Now, some of the things will, you know, take a little bit of time, okay? Because there are things that I know that I have been scripting and working on and calling in for a minute, but I also know that they're going to come when it's their time. That's the other thing with scripting and manifestation and co-creation is that you're doing your part. You're sort of taking your aligned action. You're setting your goals. You are doing your scripting. You're having your positive mindset, but you're also knowing that what is outside of your control, you can't forced to happen. If it is not your time to take the next step or if it's not your time to do whatever is the next thing to get you along on that path or to call that thing in, you can't force it to happen as much as you want to. And I say this with so much love because I am very much a planner and someone that is kind of, I guess, type A-ish. And so I love to plan and I love to coordinate and I love to align everything. But we also have to leave room for the magic. We have to leave room for what if things don't go as we planned because because a lot of times they don't, we have to leave room for bigger things that come in because sometimes you're thinking about first class and you're thinking about flying and having this neighbor and, and you know, recheck and, and clear and the lounges. But what if it's your destiny to have a private jet? And I know the private jets aren't the best for the environment. I'm just saying this for an example, but I'm saying like, what if that is your destiny? You're thinking about having what you consider to be the best, but what if the best is bigger than what you can even imagine? That's another thing I love to remind people is to leave room for the unimagined blessings leave room for the fact that life can surprise you and will surprise you oftentimes it's something that's much bigger and better than you imagined if you are the kind of person that believes in magic that believes in blessings and magic like I said is that co-creation part of the co-creation or that creator part rather of the co-creation so that's the universe that's God that's our guides that's you know what happens when you find that perfect parking spot when you just had good vibes in the air leave room for that magic in your life because there are so many of those moments and I think that when those little moments happen It's also about allowing yourself to really rejoice in them and be happy about them because sometimes, you know, if you're looking at how bad things are or you're looking at what is outside of your control, you fail to see the beautiful things that are always happening around you because there's so many beautiful, tiny, small, medium, (laughs) I guess we don't have to size them, so many moments that you can celebrate. And there's also this thing that people talk about where they say that the universe does no size, right? So for us, there's a difference between $1 and $10 and a million dollars. But for the universe, that is just energy. That's There's no difference between the one and the 10 and the million. So if you get used to understanding how powerful you are in co-creating and taking action to manifest the one or the 10, then can you imagine 
how much easier you will make it for opportunities to flow in for you to manifest the 1 million. Things might happen where doors open for you, job offers, you know, freelance offers, whatever, for you to manifest that money. But you really have to be able to be grateful and thankful for the moments where you get the $1. So the next step of this exercise that I want to bring to attention is your month. So we're talking about six months goals here. So there are obviously six months in a six month time time span. If you have set your goals for the six months, you can then sort of break that goal up into six different pieces. Now, they don't have to be exact linear pieces, right? I think that, again, we have a tendency to want everything to kind of flow in this very linear way because it's easier for us to understand, but that's just not how life goes most of the time. But what you can do is take each of the six months that you have and think about what are some steps that you can take every single month? So for example, if you have a goal to run, let's say three miles without stopping, which I think maybe I should set that as one of my goals. I'm not a runner at all. I love I used to take this running class at my gym and for a minute there, I was getting into the, the running spirit, but now I like, I just can't run long and it's not even my endurance. It's like, I get that itch. Does anyone else get runner's itch? Like it, is so bad for me. I've looked it up before and some online suggestions say to take like uh, antihistamines before I run to help with that, but I haven't tried that yet. So let's say your goal is to run three miles without stopping at the end of six months. Now that one is a little bit easier to break down in a linear fashion, right? So we can literally do that as like half a mile every month and then you increase by half a mile every month. So the first month, the goal would be to run half a mile without stopping. The second month, it would be to run one mile without stopping. The third month, it would be one and a half miles without stopping and so on and so forth. So that's an easier one to kind of understand. But my point here is that you want to take that six month goal and break it down into understandable, sizable chunks for yourself. When you start to break it down, it makes it less daunting. Because if I were to hear the goal of run three miles, you know, from start to finish without a break, the version of me right now who has not done that, who is not even really able to run one mile, honestly, without stopping, would look at that goal and be like, ooh, that's, that's kind of a lot. Or say I set the goal for 10 miles, <laughs> which would be, Maybe like a, a more of a stretch goal, okay? Three does sound like very doable. So perhaps I say like five miles or, or instead of 10, I say five miles. You know, do the math there. <laughs> do your five divided by six and, and do some math around that about what it would be monthly. But that could be a goal, right? And then breaking that down monthly. But then it's really helpful because it becomes something that's digestible. Instead of me now looking at the finish line that's all the way over there and being like, oh my gosh, five miles. Like I don't think... I can do that because the version of me right now can't do that. I just, I feel like it's just impossible. I can look at the, you know, let's say the one mile mark and then be like, okay, that is something that I can actually see. I can envision. And then when we look at that, right, we're looking at, let's say it's one mile that I have to run in my first month. We can break that down into weekly because now instead of me having to run one mile the first week out the gate, I can now start with a quarter of a mile every single week. So it's now a quarter of a mile. 
the first week. And then the second week, I bump it up to half a mile. And the third week, I bump it up to three quarters of a mile. And the fourth week, now I can run a mile. And now, because I've done these small increments, that one mile broken down like that, it's been so easy, you know, in theory, okay, haven't done it guys, but it will be a little easier to get to than if I were to just be like, well, I'm going to run one out the gate. And I think that is the beauty of allowing yourself to think big and then sort of condense it down. Because then the next step that you would take in order to make this even more granular is to break your weekly goal down into daily things that you can do. This is where we get into the daily routine. This is why I really want to do my morning routine update for you guys because there's so many things that I'm doing that have changed so much since I did my last morning routine video, not video, uh, podcast episode last year, last fall. So I think I will do an update for you. But when you have that weekly goal, that ladders up into that monthly, that ladders up into that six months, then you can look at your daily routine and really check, align yourself. The more granular you get, you can kind of calibrate yourself every day, right? So maybe it's something like now, a daily routine for you might not be running every single day because you just got to hit your quarter mile for the week, but it might be something where you build into your routine something where you're doing something that aligns with running. Maybe it is jogging every single day, or maybe it is that some days you walk instead of run, or maybe some days you do some sort of like, you know, exercises for runners, some runner stretches, things like that. So you can kind of start to get even more granular. And I think at the end of the day, not even I think, I know, At the end of the day, a lot of this comes down to discipline. It doesn't matter how much you break your goals down, how much you go from six months to monthly to weekly to daily to understanding what your routine is and crafting the, you know, the quote unquote perfect routine. None of it matters if you don't stick to it. One thing I want you guys to do every single day as you are doing this exercise. So I know I th- all of this was kind of high level for what is in the planner and also what is in the immersive workshop if you choose to join. You can definitely still do this on your own, okay? Six months to one month to weekly to daily. But one thing I want you to do daily, sit with what it is that you did that day and do a little bit of reflection, And then every single week, I want you to do a reflection. This is, again, also in the planner. I know I'm talking about the planner a lot, but I want you guys to know I like this is what I have always done. okay? and and this is why the freaking planner is so thick, because there's so many pieces like this for it. Right. Weekly reflection is so important because if you have a week that's a little bit off, you can kind of recalibrate yourself. And one thing I think is good about reflection is that you're checking in with yourself, because sometimes I think what can happen is we have the goal, we have the steps, and especially if it becomes routine for you, is you go through the steps and you're doing it so routinely that you don't even recognize when something has shifted in your desire. And maybe you don't even want to do that goal anymore. Maybe that goal no longer feels aligned with you anymore. But because you are so deep into the, you know, the day to day of your own routine, you can't see it. So reflection allows us to kind of come up for air and look around and be like, okay, what is it that we're doing? Do we actually want to keep doing this? Or do we not want to do this anymore? Maybe, you know, at my one month mark, I come up for air and I'm like, you know what? I want to run a 5k. (laughs) 
which I think that would be really aligned with the 10 mile goal. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Maybe I come up for, for air and instead of just having the goal of five miles, I say, I want to run a 5k and, or I want to run a 10k. The goal is still related, but it's shifted a little bit. So now I have other things that I'll need to do on this journey in order to align with that goal. Obviously I need to find the 5K or the 10K and sign up, but now I might need to do a little bit more practice or I might wanna chat with someone who's run one before to get their tips or whatever the case is, right? So coming up for air, doing daily reflections, weekly reflections, and even monthly reflections. I know, I know, I know, it sounds like so much, but that's the thing. This is all to help you hone in on the habits all to help you really hone in on your discipline when it comes to taking action. I love the magic. I love the whimsical. I love the ethereal. I The, the leprechauns are always in my house moving my keys. But we also need to remember that this is earth. We are having a human experience. We are in this world with the 3D. Okay, and as much as we want to, you know, pretend we're not here sometimes and we kind of want to almost spiritually bypass some of our experiences that's not part of our growth that's not going to help you do the things that you want to do sometimes your results the experiences that you want to have they are beyond the gates of discipline they are beyond the gates of doing the really hard maybe even incredibly painful shadow work or inner child work or sitting with yourself and addressing the ways that you are not doing the things aligned with your dream life asking yourself the hard questions doing the tough work to cut off connections that no longer serve you this is part of that work and I know the daily you know the weekly and the month it's it's so much but the whole point of this is that Once you get to a place where it is so routine to you, once you get to a place that you are really good with discipline, you're really good with following through with what you say you will do, then, you know, you don't have to rely on the tools as much because it's so ingrained in you. But for those of us that struggle, and that includes myself, I feel like with some goals, I'm really good at just kind of sticking to it. And with other things, it's hard. And It becomes easier the longer you go along with it. It becomes more of a lifestyle, but at the very beginning, it can be very uncomfortable. So my loves, I hope you found this episode helpful. I I do hope that you took something out of it that's helping you to go forward and set some of those goals as we kick off the new year. But like I said, before we even kick off the new year, set those goals down. Think about what it is that you want to create within the next six months. Time, again, is a construct. So you don't have to wait until January 1st to do this. You don't even have to wait until, I don't know, like I said, the first of the month or Monday to do this. But I want you to think about what it is that you're creating and what it is that you're doing on a day-to-day basis that is intentionally connected to the reality that you're manifesting. Because if you are not doing at least one thing that is intentionally connected to the life that you are wanting to manifest, then I need you to reevaluate some of your day-to-day routines. That is some tough love, (laughs) a bit of tough love. But 
Thank you so much, my loves, for joining me for today's episode. I hope it's been helpful. I will chat with you guys in the very next one. Again, if you want to learn more about my immersive and what the different components of it are, what is in the program, what you will receive, all of the different details, and also access the application, feel free to go to my website, themanifestly.com. I'll also have the link to the application down in the show notes, and you can check that out as well. And I will chat with you in the very next episode. Thank you for being here, my loves. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And I wish you all the best luck and all of the most positive energy as you are manifesting your most abundant, beautiful, tranquil, and aligned next six months. 